0: Alright. Alright, so this is the first episode of the Real Life Not Doritos podcast. Title we just I just came up with but I just brought it up a minute ago and
1: uh Yeah. And so,
0: it. Kind of a history here. Um had the what was it BJ and Ed show, then the mm-hmm. B then the B E D show and then now this. Uh so what what made you decide to stop doing a show? I listened to most of the episodes you put up, and uh, it sounded like you guys had a good chemistry and stuff. You guys were, you know, just hanging out, having fun. Like, why did yeah? Why, what made you decide to stop doing a show with them?
1: Well, honestly, I, I'm still keeping the show going with them, um, but I felt like you know, we've been thinking about doing a show together for a while. Uh, the chemistry with with them and us and what was going on with Nick I felt like they they definitely weren't into it um so I thought you know let's get back to this let's do a show again um that whole thing is its own thing over there um, yeah I mean yeah so 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 I'm ready for something new and this is it
0: it kind of sounds like you're playing both sides and the reason why I say in that what,
1: now when you say both sides what what do you mean by that because I don't see the other show as competing in any way with this
0: no, no I'm not saying that Like, um, I'm fine with you doing both shows I'm not saying like you should only do a show with me but I'm saying that I listened because I listened to the show and you said you were upset which I understand because you told me not to put the episode up I put it up anyways which was a dick move and you guys were obviously upset and everything, but I listened to the show, and you were saying things about me, which I was fine with. None of it really got to me or anything, and I was laughing at some of it, but um, Shit, I
1: don't remember what I said
0: honestly. um I think first you said I was jerking off to my own podcast. you said that about Steve as well, so I guess that's the phrase you use about people, you don't I guess like.
1: so. I guess so. Yeah. And then
0: uh, I think you said maybe one more other thing. Derek was the main person who was trashing me. He said many things about me, which. Yeah.
1: You know, honestly, I tried to fucking. There was a certain point where I felt like there was one episode or two where we talked about it, and I kind of threw it in there, and I felt like he was so upset about it, and I just tried. I I think I tried to move on from it. Uh, Do you remember anything that he was saying?
0: Yeah, but before I get to that, I just want to say that, so that's why I say it sounds like you're playing both sides, because it sounds like you were like, like, oh, yeah, screw that guy and everything. <laughs> but then all of a sudden you mess me, me, oh, by the way, you know, those two, I don't want I don't to, I don't, they're too sensitive. I don't know if I want to do a show with them, I want to do a show with you, but then you're still doing a show. So I felt like you were just kind of so... like trying to patch things up with everybody. You kind of felt like you were in the middle, which you don't have to. I feel like, I feel like you could have took a side if you wanted. You could have... If you felt really upset about it, which is fine, you could just say, hey, look, that pissed me off, and you could just do your show. Uh, But when you contacted me, I was just like, I was kind of like, oh, he's obviously trying to patch things up with everybody, you know, which you don't have to do.
1: Well, I can explain that. So so when I said that about them being sensitive and everything, what I meant was, I don't think they're a good fit for any kind of show we're trying to do. So it's not Uh, like I'm saying, ah, they're too sensitive to do a show of any kind. I'm just saying, for what we're trying to do, yeah, they got—they're getting too upset to do that. Whereas, like, you know, I'll go figure out do our fucking <laughs> touchy-feely, whatever the hell thing over there. Not that that's what it is, but um, and then over here, you know, it's—it's it's a different thing. I'm just keeping those two worlds separate. That's all.
0: Yeah, and and by the way, before I get to the Derek thing. The Anom thing thing that happened, now, I actually wrote that as a topic, meaning I would never bring that up. Like, if we were all just hanging out in a bar or something, I would never just bring that up. I actually wrote it for a topic as the show. And when I had Nick on, that's just when I got to it. I wasn't showing off or anything, like, oh, I'm going to trash Enom now. I really wanted to bring that up because I thought it was interesting. And then, of course, that didn't uh, go well with her, and she she (laughs) got upset. But you know the Derek guy. He said a lot of things about me, and I was just thinking to myself: Number one, this guy doesn't. I don't think he listens to any podcast shows. I don't think he knows what a podcast is. He's just there to <laughs> hang out, which is fine. But I feel like if I could say if I could get my rebuttal in now, what he for hears it. it or not, say
1: whatever you want. He's
0: a yeah. guy who's funny at Staples. Now, if I'm <laughs> work, if I'm working at Staples and there's a guy going around who has no talent or no. Communicability, just going, yeah, man, yeah, man, lunch break, and he's doing random voices, I would kind of think he was funny, too, but for <laughs> a podcast, uh, Nick brought up a good point. He was like, well, why why is this guy bizarre? What does he bring? And I think that's why he really got upset. And by the way, that wasn't... He, he got upset with me. Like, that was my you know, like, my thing. Like, I tried to piss him off, or I tried... Like, I had no clue Nick was going to do all that stuff. I really did. I really brought Nick on just for a segment, and then it just exploded, you know. But I listened back yeah. to that episode like five or six times and I thought it was really good. Now of course I know people were gonna say it because I apparently had a chip on my shoulder. Apparently, <laughs> that's what everybody said, you know, because I was but I was really actually having fun. I thought the jokes used to were doing back and forth, the topical jokes were good. I thought that like I said, you guys had a antagonistic chemistry, but at the same time, a good chemistry because you guys were asking each other questions you never got to ask before It kind of brought you two together. And I listened back to it. I was like, this is really good, but maybe that's just no. because I was there that night we used to met and I know the whole history and it's I guess different from my perspective.
1: No I okay so so yeah, I think that it's in terms of a show, in terms of something entertaining to listen to that that uh, it was it's I'm, I'm sure it sounded good. Now you can call me out for being full of shit if you want and I'm happy to hear you out. I um I kinda feel like well, what's the word? I I guess I kinda feel like the way that I reacted in the moment, you're maybe like making it out to be more than it is at this point. Um in the sense of like, you know like I got gotten that angry and annoyed at Steve, like, well, how could you say that on the show? And then, like, I don't even remember the, the shit I say, and it's like, I don't, if, if I said anything, like, truly rude on the show, I, I don't even know what the fuck I said. Now, now Derek, and I, I don't know that Derek's ever going to listen to this, you know, like, um, yeah, there's it, a whole... I don't know how to describe the, uh, the the personality differences between the two of you, but it's quite quite different. Um, one of the reasons we've got him—I I don't know if this is too like you know self-referential in this whole podcast incestual podcast world—but um, I, I guess what I'm saying is like when when I do the show with him. The reason I think it works is because Enam and I were doing the uh, B and E show for a while, and, and it felt like we didn't really have anybody to bounce it off of. And this dude, like <laughs> him and Enam and speaking of like an antagonistic chemistry, I kind of feel like him and Enam have that. Like he, he, <sighs> how do I say? It? He takes things extremely personally, and uh, to to a crazy level, which. You know, and I could get into that since he's not probably never going to listen to this. But, uh, yeah, pretty much, like, all right. I got pulled over for a ticket uh, a few months back. And, and I was like, whatever. We're going out. We're going to do something tonight. Let's not obsess on this. And I got so stressed about me getting a ticket that we had to let him go home. He wasn't going to go out that night and And my level of frustration with this this guy is making me think that the show that I'm working on with him might have to come to an end because uh dude it's it's fucking crazy i, I really wanna uh, uh like try and give you a window into that world at some point, but I don't know like i like I said, I don't know if it's getting a little too. Just first of all, people don't even people listening to this don't necessarily even know what the bed show is. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a separate show I do with uh, myself, Enam, and uh, Derek. Uh, I guess if they listened to that episode of this show, they will kind of sort of uh, get it. But yeah, it's it's a different thing. It's a different ball game, I guess you could call it. Um, when now in terms of this show, are you? Do you have any conception of, of what you want to do? I know you've talked about, um, you were talking about Nick. Um, you maybe want to have some, some types of interviews. Uh, do you want to meet up at some point and start doing this in person? Uh, yeah, what What do you have in mind?
0: Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say that I don't think, I I listened to many episodes of the show. Uh, I think one of them you put up twice, wow. or maybe that was me. But mm-hmm. I didn't really get the antagonistic thing between him and Enam. I thought they were just kind of joking around like buddy buddy. Maybe it's different when, it's not on the When show. you
1: see it in person, when you, it's so so I'm there in person. And well, you say when?
0: It's... I hope I don't see it ever. I hope I never. <laughs> meet, I hope I never meet this guy
1: because uh... <laughs> you probably won't. Good. I would assume probably not. Um, the uh, I I I can see it on his face when Enam and him were arguing about um, the show Rick and Morty, about how, um, like, he's like, oh, it's all pop Something, Enam was like, you're full of shit or whatever. And that's kind of how she talks a lot of times with me. And I'm used to it, but he's, like, (sighs) getting very upset. Like, he was, like, the fact that she was disagreeing on that level. Mm -hmm. I could just see him getting, like... I thought we were friends. What's happening? And it kind of—it almost reminds me of like my old days on uh, the, the um, Steve's show. Of just like I don't fucking know. I, I think I, that, I don't.
0: I think that you should uh, uh, do a show with those two and not me because uh, he said that on the uh, one episode when you when he took his shirt off, he said, "Isn't this ten times more fun than uh, I think he called me Jack off so aren't you, don't aren't you having ten times more fun with those guys than me? I mean, oh yeah, i fun that? F- about that, that fun? Uh, fun to hang out with? I've been told.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Who told you that? Did well, I, about, I, that? I
0: get the vibe. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a laid back kind of guy. I'm not. I'm not the type of guy to take my shirt off and do Jamaican accents out of the blue. I'm kind of. <laughs> Kind of just a hangout kind of guy, trying to fill the vibe up. Listen, out.
1: Inam and I have had our conversations about uh, how the characters are a bit much.
0: When he just does a random black guy out the blue?
1: All the time. Yeah. Or like, yeah, or like if he wants me to... Alright, the pang for shit. I like that this is all coming out on this show. Um... <laughs> The paying for things is a is a horrible thing with it. Now I'm not like a stickler for hey we hung out this one time, you know, uh, you owe me this much money for gas. Is he or uh is
0: he a, uh I know you're part Jewish. Is he is he Jewish as well?
1: No, but you know what? That's <laughs> I start thinking like, dude, I'm the fucking I should be the, the cheap yeah. fucking neurotic asshole, you know, baby but I feel like I'm not even coming close to um, him on that level. Like, we were coming back from this place in the city, um, and um, I'm like, all right, so we're getting an Uber. It'll be here in four minutes. And then, like, a second later, he's like, Brian, where's the Uber? You need to be on your phone. Make sure the Uber is coming. I'm like, yeah, it'll be here in four minutes and he's like um he's like but 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 you don't know and i'm like just don't worry about it and he's losing his shit over this it's just one thing he also we were at like a sideshow type thing like a like a freak show type of thing and this guy breaks a light bulb as part of like i don't know if he's like a light bulb a light bulb swallower but he's like he shouldn't have broken that light bulb because because there's chemicals in there, and they can hurt you. The reason and, why
0: he uh, he broke the light bulb because this guy's full of bright ideas. <laughs> and speaking of Jews, damn by right. the way, What yeah, do you think, what do you think about the What do you think about the Larry David Saturday Night Live thing? Did you hear about that?
1: No, was that um, was that uh, this past week?
0: Yeah, he said something. He did a, a Holocaust camp joke, which I don't think. By the way, I read it. It seemed too offensive, but I'm gonna play it right now. So let's listen to this together. Yeah. This is his Saturday Night Live thing. I'm, a, I'm just gonna play it to get to. The, hopefully, it's not the last joke. Uh, let's listen to this. This is uh, supposed to be too All offensive right. for 2017. Oh boy!
1: Larry David. Can you hear it, by the way? Uh, not really. Is it playing right now?
0: Oh wow, that's bad then. Mm. So you can't hear that music playing?
1: I heard it for a second. Did you pause it?
0: I paused it just now, but you said for a second. I was playing it for about ten seconds.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is is there any way you can like make it so I can hear it, like louder or something? I don't.
0: Well, I mean, I got my speaker up pretty loud. Uh, Let me try it one more time. Let me know if you can hear it.
1: I can sort of hear it. I might be able to make out the. I was a total loser in fact is you playing right I used now to walk around
0: outside looking for spots to live for when I became homeless could you hear that
1: yeah I can't yeah, I hear homeless,
0: shit all right forget it all right, I got my speaker up to the microphone but anyway he said something about if I was in the holocaust and there was a chick with a veil I mean, there was a chick uh, in a camp, I would say, I would something like, I would check her out. It, it didn't seem to, it seemed like a typical joke like a Jew would do in a sense that, you know, like it wasn't like, uh, you know.
1: Wait, so he offensive. was saying if there was a girl in a shawl?
0: Something like that.
1: You would check her I forgot the you joke. You know, of but... course, yeah, everybody's getting upset about... He's Jewish, first of all, and he's making Holocaust jokes. Yeah. That shouldn't be edgy in this day and age. Like, I don't fucking understand. Um, I don't fully understand the joke, but I, I don't understand this. Uh, I don't know who's really offended and who's just playing a game of, like, this will get um, views on my fucking blog or whatever. But that sucks, you know? That kind of sucks. Did, did Larry apologize for it?
0: Uh, I don't know. But they're saying it's a failure. They're saying it's offensive, a and there, someone's someone's claiming a anti defamation or whatever the fuck it's called. It's so weird. It's just uh, like I read the yeah. joke, and uh, you know the guy yeah. who said he decided even he decided he said the word kike or anything, which would have been funnier. But <laughs> what you know. did
1: uh, do you have the like? Do you have it written down at all anywhere? I'm looking, looking for
0: it right. I'm looking for it right now, and I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's about a concentration camp, but it's saying the failure. They're calling him a failure, and the whole thing. But I mean, the audience was obviously into it just when he did that.
1: It's not see... a failure if it's a joke. No. It the only failure in comedy, I think, is if it if the joke doesn't work. I don't really understand.
0: Uh, see, So he said uh, I read the, oh, This isn't a joke Maybe they took it off But I'm trying to look at it See He does one joke about Well that's a Jew for you But people laughed at that one I'm trying to skip the one about the uh, Concentration camp um, Yeah I'm looking up for it right now I guess I should have got the quote Before I brought it up as a topic But I thought maybe I thought maybe you uh, You
1: heard it no, I um, I usually watch SNL, but I ain't got fucking any TV these days. It's kind of sucks. I'm not one of those like hipsters like I don't even watch television. I just literally don't get it on my TV. Yeah, I want to watch everything.
0: Well, I, I I don't watch TV myself, but you know, it, when you when I go to the news site, you know, it's right there and uh, AOL.com, right? Yeah, here it is. I'm always, always been obsessed with women, and I often wondered if I grew up in Poland, when Hitler came to power and was sent to the concentration camp, would I still be checking out women in the camp? <laughs>
1: That's
0: I think the joke. I would. I think I would. Uh, how's it going? Uh, are they treated you okay? You know, I'd love to take you out for some. L-A-T-K-E-S. Lacta? Lakkas. It's Lackus. like a
1: Jewish, pota- Jewish potato pancake type thing.
0: Yeah. So once again, the joke, uh, they said he managed to be offensive and sensitive and unfunny at the same time. Maybe it was unfunny, but um, it wasn't... So uh, like, is,
1: it wasn't is the bad. joke that he's not Jewish at the time, but he's still hitting on the Jewish women?
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. I mm. thought it was just about... It, it, the Holocaust was a fucked up time and he's still looking for a pussy, but that's not that's
1: that's not, that's not
0: offensive I mean,
1: that's what it sounds like I want to give you just two examples of two other cultural things, unless you have and then we can get back to this, but two things I just wanted to mention, so the Harvey Weinstein uh, scandal, my hero your hero <laughs> um, the Harvey Weinstein scandal came out and and, uh, and Ellen From the you know the talk show, the type was that yes that show um, uh, where they dance constantly and uh, so she she uh, tweeted Katy Perry on her birthday and she said Happy birthday! Uh, There's two big balloons for you. She's making like a, a tit joke, I guess. And people said, How could she in the wake of this Harvey Weinstein scandal? be making jokes about a woman's breasts imagine if a guy had made these jokes and mm. it's like dude you can't you can't compare that to sexual assault um and then there was the more reason you watched the, sh- the um show uh, stranger things
0: yeah i just watched the first episode last night
1: of the second season oh the second season did you see the first season yeah Okay, so there's that one kid who's like the star, uh, I guess his name... I, I don't know if he's a star, because I've only seen a few episodes, but his real-life name is Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this news story, um, but uh, there was a, uh, an act... Uh, sorry, a model. She's like 27. I forget what her name is. I think Allie Michaels or something. And on on one of her social media platforms, she's like... So he's 14 years old and she's like, hey, uh, Finn, uh, why don't you contact me in four years and we'll go out or something like that. Mm. And now they're saying she's a pedophile just because she like, said this, what I consider a pretty mild thing about this kid. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it yeah, just doesn't Nobody said feel that about, right.
0: Nobody said that about little Kim when she was in her music video. She told this little boy, hey, you want to give me a ride on that bike?
1: Wait, oh, that geez. was a
0: long time ago, though. That's that was when I was growing up as a kid, where pedof- pedophilia was wasn't a bad thing, you know, it was just a good old <laughs> a good old time. But you know, yes, uh, yesterday I was taking something out the oven, and uh, yeah, I burned my finger a little bit uh, with the glove, and the first word I thought of was nigger. I don't know why. Yeah, it just hurt. And I was, yeah, I was thinking. I already know I'm racist, but I guess that's how you know you're really racist when you just think of something like that when you're in pain
1: do you think that's racism or do you (laughs) think it's like i'm gonna pick a word i don't know if i did i totally just ramble over a joke you were making
0: yeah well it wasn't a joke it really happened by the way
1: yeah it's um i don't know man like why did people with tourette's say nigger are they racist or is it just like a good word Say yeah, when well, you want to like say said, something I, I inappropriate.
0: If, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but this kid that was on Tosh Benny Feldman, he's a Philly comedian. Uh if you oh, watch yeah? if you watch Tosh this season, he interviews
1: his kid. I haven't seen it, um, but Go ahead. Yeah,
0: and this kid, he he, he doesn't say the N word, but he does say fucking shit and everything like that. And he interviewed him and I got to beat him at Good Good Comedy Theater in the summer. He was hosted one night. But yeah, I think he uh he said that he replaces... He says fucking shit because it prevents him from possibly saying the N-word.
1: Really? Does he have Tourette's? Yep. Oh, wow. That's why Tosh was interviewing so him. interesting. So, like, when he's just out, when he's talking to his grandmother or, like, people in the streets, like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, just so he doesn't accidentally say nigger. Yeah. Dude, that's, um... Yeah, Michael I was Richard, talking... Michael yeah.
0: Richards should have said he had Tourette's that night at the, uh, at the uh, Laugh Factory.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, that, that would be a good move. What were you going to say? Then he would be that... You think he would have gone on to be a, a comic? Like a, a successful comic?
0: No, nah, I heard he sucked. I heard he was just... Yeah. Uh, he was like an entertainer. Like People just wanted to hear him do comedy because it was Kramer from Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, yeah. I heard he never really got the practice in to like be a real comic. Was, yeah, exactly. He was just a name, and he went and did it. Uh, do you think he's racist, or do you think he panicked? What are your thoughts on that situation that happened forever ago? I think I think he's
0: a a little bit racist, but I think being a little bit racist is actually normal, and that's what makes me racist because you know certain experiences. Like I never thought. I grew up in uh, the projects before I moved here to Northeast, and yeah. I never thought of a black. Pro- I grew up with all black people. Went to an all black elementary school, all black middle school. Never thought of anybody as the N word before until I snuck my bike out one day. I was 13 years old, and it's, and I, I shouldn't snuck it out. And I was, uh, uh, we were m- me and this other kid were like hanging out, and uh, I turned my back for a second. These three black guys they were guys not kids uh sucker punched me mm-hmm. one of them knocked me out cold stole my bike and i was so upset because now because i knew i was gonna get in trouble for sneaking my bike out and it got stolen it was a real expensive bike too it was like 160 dollars and all that stuff and i thought of him as a nigger because yeah i was so angry and i was the first time i got i was i was just uh pissed because i was like what he gets so angry and it's like that guy was a fucking you know So, but I think... Right, that
1: word's out there and you were angry.
0: Yeah, and plus my dad uses it, my mom and my dad use it a lot too. So maybe if they never used it, maybe I wouldn't use it. But it's kind of hard not to when your parents just throw it around like it's just a regular
1: word. Yeah, I, I know, I get what you're saying. And honestly, I think that... You know, I I tell people that I, you know, that everybody's racist because I think being even growing up, even if you don't, you know, say nigger, uh, I still think you grow up in this culture and like you have some some level of racism. Now, it's easy to be a white person not even living around black people and be like, I don't I don't see the uh, issue with and I don't I haven't really I lived in the type of neighborhood where there was, like, one or two black kids at the entire school. So I'm not immersed in black culture at all, really. Uh, But I still feel like, you know, I have this unfair thing where maybe if there's a black person at the party, or not that I go to parties, really, but at my house or something, and then something goes missing, I still think of that person first. Yeah, And so... But in your situation, I I understand too. It's like, what the fuck, you know? You actually had a bad experience. Uh, it was a black person. I don't know if, or a group of guys, right?
0: Yeah. Well, only one of them did it. Why they stood there? But uh, it was mainly one guy. But still, it was so hard for me not to be, like, angry because it was like such a dramatizing experience. Like when have you? You have you, you never been sucker punched before, or have you ever been jumped before, randomly?
1: No, I don't. I haven't really dealt so, with any violence in my life, really. So I'm an entitled fuck.
0: It's happened to me three times, and when it happens, it's kind of scary because you don't know what's going on. Someone just randomly hits you, and you don't know if they're going to kill you. You don't know if they're just trying to have a good time. A good time. You don't know whatever, and. You know, pretty much like when he grabbed the bike for me, I was still holding on to it and I don't know if this guy was gonna reach in his pocket and take a knife out and kill me. I was like, you know, I I love this bike and everything, but I'm not willing to die over it and it's really scary, you know, so it was it's like a dramatizing experience, you know, like just to get randomly punched, you know, it's pretty scary. You don't know what what the hell's going on, you know? So it's happened to me three times in my life. And actually one of the times it happened, it was it was, the last time it happened, it was in Northeast, and it was a bunch of white kids, and one of them did it. He randomly sucker-punched me in the nose, punched me right on my nose, and I had blood over my nose, and uh, I tried to chase him, and I couldn't catch him, and it was just Damn. fucking... It was so fucking random and weird, and I was just, like, shaking and shit, and I was looking around, and people in cars were looking at me, and I just had blood all over my fucking face and everything. This was, like, when I was, like, 20. Damn. This was, like, 11 years ago. And I was like... What
1: happened? Another bike?
0: No. I was just walking back from playing basketball. And I guess these kids wanted to steal my basketball. And I was waiting at a traffic light. And I saw them across the street. So I knew something was up, but I I didn't... I saw them across the street, but I was stupid. I didn't turn around or anything. And one of them asked me a question. This other kid punched me so fucking hard in the face. And then they tried to grab my basketball, but I grabbed it. And I I was actually going to go inside the trash can... And, like, throw some glass at them. But there was a car dealership right there. And I was nervous that the glass bottle might hit the car. And I might get arrested. So, and they were, like, younger kids. And then the worst part about it was I told this kid that I was so-called friends with. And he laughed at me. He was like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, that's not funny, you know. And he was like, oh, yeah, you got your ass whipped by a bunch of kids and everything. And I was like, yeah. And I told him, I said, I don't, you know, I don't find that funny. Because something, you know, something horrible could happen and then he he kept being addicted dick to me and i stopped being his friend because he laughed at me because when i told him what
1: happened you know so when he said that did you think fucking nigger
0: no he was this was a spanish kid that i I'm know told. oh i didn't and know that so but by it's got it's uh it's weird because i was just like i wouldn't laugh at. Something. if they slapped me in the head or something or threw a water balloon at me i would think that was funny but the guy actually knocked the blood out of my nose, and I was like, I don't find that funny, but
1: I don't know. For no apparent reason, he just came up. Yeah. And...
0: No reason. It was Damn. Just... So it's happened to me three times before. What was the other event? The other event was you know the the day after I got my bike stolen, a group of uh, black kids randomly they weren't together they weren't with the other kids. They didn't beat me up bad. One of them hit me upside the head, punched me up. In the back of the head for no reason, and then I, I I covered my my face and my head and everything, and they were play hitting me. But the but the first punch was actually real behind my head, and then they ran away laughing. So that happened the day after I got my bike stolen. Oh, and then fucking I and then I got lucky. Bags. We moved. I didn't even tell my parents about that one. And then like we got lucky three four months later. That's when we moved to this part of Northeast. But. Yeah, it was getting the neighborhood was getting worse and worse. My neighbors robbed my neighbors.
1: Damn, did you know them? Like, know who the, your neighbors did you know them well? Yeah,
0: the, this one kid I was hanging out with, he was across the street from me. And then, these here's what Bill I realized this now because I didn't know shit about politics back then, and I still don't know. Well, Bill Clinton had that Section 8 thing when he was allowing. People to be on Section Eight and moving housing and stuff like that, and he put low uh-huh. no payments on housing. Um, really, like really fucked up people were moving into nice areas, and that it caused a lot of violence. And there was like a, these kids; these they were all living in the house like in the, from the projects right across from us. So they were doing. So they went out. They went at, They went away on a trip, and they broke into their house and they stole their bike. They stole everything, and even stole their toilet seat. I heard, which I thought was <laughs> terrible.
1: Why the fuck? That's so weird. That's so shitty to steal someone's toilet seat. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended.
0: Now um, you told me you quit. You quit a job. You stopped showing up. Did you feel? I was thinking about this. Did you feel guilty at all, or did you just not care at all?
1: Yeah, no, I I did, um, I did feel guilty. I've yet to uh, speak to them. Um, I was like, I was writing uh, some kind of letter to to my boss from that place, and then I started writing like t- too many jokes. I was like taking um, slow, like corporate slogans, and like turning them into jokes. And then I'm like, all right, maybe I got to start over. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I've, it's not a good... I don't have a good pattern of dealing with situations. I'm, I was just like... It was like one day where I got too high the night before. And I got... And then I was getting up for work. And I'm like, I'm fucking too tired for this shit. I'm just done. And I just didn't go back. And, and, uh, and, and yeah, I feel bad about it. But also... I don't know. Yes, I felt bad about it, to answer your question.
0: But how long did it take you to get fired when you stopped showing up?
1: Um, well, um, let's see. I was talking to some people who still work there. Just not, I just didn't talk to the bosses and stuff. And I, it seemed like they were willing to let me uh, give them a call for maybe like a two or three week period before finally terminating me. Um... And I could have gone back. And Derek, of course, to bring him up again, if if I didn't mention. Yeah, he used to work with me at the store. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. (laughs) Read the voices.
0: Read the voices.
1: (laughs) Yes. He was that guy at work, too. And uh, And, yeah, he's like, come on, dude. I'll get your job back. I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want. I'll get your job. Like, he really, like, needed me to be back there or whatever and i'm just like uh i don't know i'm just you know i'm just i'm just that guy just always taking opportunities and and fucking abandoning them and i wish i had a joke about that but i don't i gotta get back into stand-up you know I, i don't know if i'm sure you've discussed on the show like all of our projects we've had in the past and just how i've been a lazy fuck
0: yeah you took down your why did you take down your video channel which um all the videos you took them down or oh, you put oh, them on I private or whatever I, maybe I whatever.
1: think they're still there yeah I think I put them on private I'm trying to remember did I put the prank video on private the uh, Walmart thing
0: I don't know but I don't I think I went to your channel I didn't see a single video
1: I think maybe part of what happened was I got all paranoid about like I got this job and I'm like shit like how how often do they look at your like, internet stuff, and are they hypercritical, and, yeah, well, I, and think I got you in my head. I think that's
0: before they hire you, though. Usually they look oh, you Oh, really? Up. I think once they hire you, they don't give a shit. Because I had a job interview once where, um, I think two job interviews where they brought up, like, are you a comedian? Because I looked you up. Oh, really? But I don't know if they actually, because if they listen to any of my stuff, clearly they're going to know that I'm doing almost everything I have up is, like, disgusted, you know, yeah. How so <laughs> it's kind of weird. You like, you know, if they bring that up, because I'm like, I, if they checked out my stuff, there's no way I'm getting this job, you know, at all.
1: So, Josh, do you think women are cunts? Like, you get those kind of questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, it's. Uh, we could talk about my history with uh, girls, and that would that would just maybe take a half an hour if you want to dig deep, but. What
1: is your history with girls? Have you become... Well, first, where did you start? Yeah.
0: We can get into That's... that, but the reason why I brought up the job thing is because I told you I'm working a full-time job right now. And it's a weird thing. So here's what happened. Macy's hired me uh, for Seasonal. And it was mm. really weird how they hired me. Like, someone called me from, like, Ohio or some shit, and I thought it was, like, a scam <laughs> number. and weird. And then it was actually Macy's. And, uh... They gave me interview over the phone and they said, You're hired. Like, it was really weird. I was like, How come they don't do interviews in person? They're like, Well, depends on the Macy. So they hired me. So I showed up and it was actually legit. And they made me watch all these shitty training videos about diversity and all this shit, you know, they pay you for. And then I said, All right. Yeah. And then I said, Well, do I pick up a work schedule? They go, No, you do it yourself online. So I go online and there's no shifts. I go, There's no shifts. They go, Yeah, it's not really busy right now. They hired me like end of September. So I'm waiting around week after week. Finally, I applied for this this full-time job contacted me from Craigslist. It's pretty much a mail center job from a college university. And uh, I applied for that, and I went to two interviews. I took the drug test. They hired me, and then Macy's called me as soon as I started working here and said, you want to pick up some shifts? And I said, well, I've been working a full-time job because you guys haven't given me any, any work in the last three weeks. And they said, all right, no problem. So, I've been working here for the last three weeks, and it's, it really sucks. It's a labor job, but not because of that. It's because we're only a short staff of four people. So, even when it's not busy, it's really busy. And I
1: have to drive. So, you're talking to... about the mailroom?
0: Yeah. So mailroom it's job? It's, not, it's, not, yeah. it's the opposite of my government job. Like, they don't really give me a break. Like, I'm entitled to, like, a break, but, like, they're so busy trying to get the work done, that they don't really care if you get a break like you could take one but if you do it's like it would just take longer to get everything done so I stuffed my face in the morning and if I don't get a break they will let me leave a half an hour early but it just sucks because you have to make all these deliveries driving around going to these buildings going back going back and forth and I've been working there three weeks and like my back is starting to hurt you know I'm really tired I'm only doing this because my credit card bill was maxed at 1100 and I didn't want to be in debt so I'm thinking about working here for two more weeks after this week but I thought of you and I said maybe I should just pull a Brian Lichter and just not show up anymore and just let them fire me <laughs> I really thought that I was like I well, think I'm just going to stop showing up
1: uh, I mean guiltier about it than I did but uh mm-hmm. do what you want right do you, yeah. like, if you quit there, do you plan on, like, are you it.
0: Yeah, your, ma- your, your mic's cutting I'm in quitting. and out.
1: Can you hear me?
0: Your mic's cutting in and out.
1: Shit. God damn it. Is it better?
0: Um, it, yeah, I can hear you, but it sounds different now. It sounds like you're in mono now or something. Damn it. I can hear you, though. You're this not cutting it out now, but... It just sounds different, but it's fine
1: okay yeah, okay um yeah in the next episode I'll try but, uh, you are set
0: yeah I can't hear you
1: now uh, do you wanna talk yeah
0: yeah you're going in and out. I can't hear anything.
1: How about now?
0: I can hear you say how about now all right um let see I whenever you, you call ask
1: back unless you can...
0: well try to ask another all right Brian just uh hung up hello hey yeah, it sounds better now.
1: All right. So, we're back.
0: What was the what was the question you had?
1: I was asking you how likely do you think it is that you're going to quit?
0: Well, my goal was to work here for 6 weeks. I'm already in I'm already in week 4 right now. So I could make another 6 weeks but part of me is just like uh you know, just getting really fed up with just the uh, Stuff I don't, Part of me is like, I don't know if I should do the right thing and give them a two weeks notice after this week. Or like I said, just, uh, just fucking, because they, they told me stories about other people. One guy, I think he stopped showing up. <clears throat> another guy, I think he just was taking too many breaks. And then another guy, he fucking, uh, he wasn't getting things done or something. Or blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know. But I'm thinking about either just trying to get myself fired, like, just put everything in the wrong mailbox and stuff like that, or just, like, something. But I'm getting to the point where I just want to quit, you know? I'm just like, it's enough. I'm almost paid off on my credit, and I'm like, I definitely don't want to work here long term, you know? Now, was
1: that credit, uh, did you just, like, go on a shopping spree, or were you paying for your car?
0: No, no, I lost my car until last November.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, thank god i don't have to pay that i had full coverage insurance no uh for me not working this past year and not having hardly any income it's mostly my cell phone bills on there and some stuff i charged on it that i needed like from target and stuff and i was only putting like 25 50 on my card so that didn't help and it just kept racking up and racking up and then finally it was like you know it was getting to the point where i was almost maxed out this job came like right on right on time But, you know, I'm just a pussy, you know. My dad's in his 60s, and he works a a labor job, uh, driving. The same thing I'm doing, except he goes on long trips and unloads trucks and stuff, and he's just a real man, you know, works with his hands. And me, I just want to be in an office or something, like like my last government job. I want to just sit down, listen to my headphones, play with mail. I just want a pussy job, because I'm a pussy, you know.
1: (laughs) I'm a pussy. I don't even go to work. I didn't go to work. I just started fucking fucking around and then I and then I lost the job. What what if you go into work just as Josh the comic? <laughs> and you're like you know, you talk about I don't know, do you go into work and you're like, What's up, you fucking asshole?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty quiet at work. I mean it's it's weird that this job has like two parts. So the other part of the job is college students come to our mail center to pick up their packages so I have to like get their package lock you know scan it for them so I could say something really inappropriate to a girl like hey I can see your cunt through those yoga pants and then that'll that'll, <laughs> that'll definitely do it right there well
1: I mean, that would probably do you think you would get a lawsuit over that I
0: don't know but well, I should definitely get fired that would definitely do it
1: you're like hey you pick your mail I mean
0: um, so how, how do you make is, income? That a line? is that a good line I didn't hear it it's starting to cut out a little bit again what'd you say I,
1: oh I sell iPhones
0: you sell iPhones yep oh so you got I a job you, you
1: books and all
0: this shit oh so you got a job right now
1: no I, well I work for myself I sell phones and And I try to do a good job with it. Uh, I'm kind of shitty with money, and I'm not, like... I really should be running it more like a business than a hobby. But how do you do that,
0: though? uh, How do you just sell phones? You have a bunch of them?
1: So, yeah, so here's the deal, right? So people who buy stuff on the Internet should do their research and find out if sites are sell if they're getting the best price, but they don't. So I'll go to, like, a phone carrier site, say, like, Boost Mobile, uh, sometimes, like, a Sprint or a Virgin Mobile. A lot of times, prepaid carriers, they'll have deals, like, okay, here's an iPhone for 100 bucks. Well, I'll see it's going on eBay, say, for, like, $200. bucks. i will pick it up, get it from the site, and then as soon as it gets to me, I'll, I'll list it on, um, like, eBay, Amazon, those types of sites. And they sell quick hmm and so sometimes it's a matter it's it's never like it, it's roughly say like 60 bucks or so after all the fees and shit per phone but you know i, I do enough volume at this point that I, i'm starting to make some real money off of it and, and I, I i'm into all that tech shit anyway so i uh enjoy it
0: now how what's the most you ever made in a week
1: Um, that's, let me
0: see. Uh,
1: I, I, it's roughly the $400 range.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not bad. I considered, like, fixing phones and stuff before, but every time I try to fix a phone, something goes wrong. Hmm. I'm kind of shitty at that stuff. Like, at my last job, I worked in, like, a tech field. But like I was kind of bullshitting people and like like trying to be educated, but also um, like I would let other people fix stuff. Like you know people people got like trained how to fix phones. I'm like fuck that. I don't want to do it, so I'm not learning it. And uh, yeah, it was just like I'm not a I'm not a jack of all trades, nor am I a master of one. I'm just kind of. Nobody who gets lucky with... You know, I feel like I kind of got lucky with this whole iPhone thing. Um, yeah, but... And I, I only think... sell iPhones because other phones, I don't know, people may or may not buy them.
0: I'm still trying to I'll figure out, like, how do you sell... So you bought a bunch of them?
1: So I started buying them uh, during these sale periods. And I'm like, all right, I want to learn this. I want to, I want to find out before I commit to much of anything... Uh, are these going to sell? So they slowly started selling. So but
0: how many did you buy, though?
1: I bought one in the beginning. All right. And then I started upping it each time. I got one, and then I and then I bought two, and then I bought three. Uh, right now, I have... Um, I actually only have one in stock, but that one should go soon. So it's like a cheap phone. Um, like I said, I'm not as good as I could be, so uh i kind of waste some of my money and then don't have money for inventory but i would say on average i only have like four or five in stock at a time
0: Hmm, that's interesting i thought it was like a side job like uber where like they give you phones or something i was like i never heard of that
1: no uh no it's not that at all it's just me looking around the internet finding an opportunity to get a cheap phone and since, for whatever reason, people don't do the research, they buy this shit for way more than they should, and I sell it and I make the money.
0: What and personality? People do stay you Stay
1: stupid forever.
0: What personality do you? Sh- uh, I mean, uh, this is a weird question. When you when you you say you took an Uber or Lyft before, like, do you talk to the driver or were you just like quiet?
1: Um, it really depends. So I fucking. Kind of hate sitting in the front with the driver, uh, but I always seem to end up being that person, and because uh, nobody else in the car wants to, uh, so I don't like talking to the driver usually, unless I'm high or something and I'm interested. Usually, what I do is I bring up awkward. So usually, Nam's there, or like mostly there. The last time I had, you know, Deep Derek in the car. And what I do is I fucking just try to make it awkward with the other people in the car. But I don't want to go too far because I know you can get, like, bad ratings and stuff. But when it comes to just talking, I hate to- I hate making small talk with the driver. It sucks. Do you take Ubers?
0: No, I only took one, uh, two before. But when I was driving Uber, you know, I drove for three months in one week. I, some people were just quiet. Some people talked. Some people were you know, raunchy if they were drunk, whatever. I was just wondering, like, what kind of Uber
1: passenger were you? I uh, try to... Usually, you know, I try to keep it... Look, I'm not offended by swear words, but when there's other people in the car and they're like, fuck, fuck the bullshit, man. This guy fucking whatever. And I'm with that person. I'm like, can you just, like, chill a little bit? I don't want this... I don't know this driver. I don't know their sensibilities. So I'm playing, like, the... this." I'm I'm basically being like the trying to be the parent in the car, like guys, calm down. But like, I don't know how to make conversation with the driver. Like, yeah. we've gone places. A-, A Nam's family, like her her mom, is in the car sometimes, and she's great at like making conversations with with the person. But I, it's like I hate it, man. How did you like talking to people when you drove?
0: Uh, well, I would just always say hello. Uh, funny thing is, if it was a if it was a girl by herself, I would say ninety something percent of the times they were scared, like I was going to kidnap them. You know, you could tell, <laughs> like they would just sit in the corner, like all like uncomfortable and stuff and everything. So I wouldn't really talk to them. Uh, I really, I rarely made small talk. Let's take. Talk- th- What's that? I think it's cut out again.
1: Do, do, do you think that you? Like, we're putting some scary vibe out there. Why do you think they were so freaked out?
0: I I can just tell it was on their mind. Like, you know, like, I would just say hello, and I can just tell that it was a possibility. They thought, like, oh, I really hope this guy doesn't just, like, drive somewhere out of the blue and do something. So I can just tell because (laughs) I would look in my mirror uh, at everybody, and I would just, when it's at a, a light, and... Sometimes I could tell they were just like sitting down, like in the corner, with their legs to the side, and they were just like maybe they were not thinking that. I I don't know for sure, but I yeah, just yeah, this got... isn't
1: like in your head, is it? This isn't. Just it like... could be in
0: my head because I I think women think about think of me like that, anyways. But I could just, I I know for a fact some of them had to be thinking that, like because they're in a car by themselves. But I'm thinking, why are you being a? You shouldn't be in a car by yourself, anyways. If you think that, you know, you sh- if it's not safe, then uh, you know, don't, don't, uh, get in a car with a guy,
1: you know? Yeah. So, is that every time a girl would
0: get in? Uh, it was, I would say it was, was most of the time. I didn't get a lot of females by themselves. I got, mo- it was mostly at least two to three people at a time in my car. And, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: um, every once in a while, like, I would have, like, one pr- woman in my car and they would talk to me and stuff, but I... I treat everyone the same. I never try to flirt with a girl or anything. I never cared. I knew nothing would ever happen. I would just I just the hardest part was just trying to pick them up. Find them because yeah. the GPS loops you around. Sometimes it would take you into an alley and the person's like right behind you and you're like, Fucking GPS, like they're right there and Yeah, uh,
1: I've encountered that on the other side of things. Like the Uber is like, Yes, I'm a I'm uh I am at this area and it's like two blocks away and I don't know what their deal is, why they're so shitty with that.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes it's the sometimes it's the driver's fault, like I didn't know some areas, sometimes it's the passenger's fault because they would, like it would say they're supposed to be at uh, 12th in market and then they're at like 12, and then they're like they're not at 12th in market, they're like 12th in the block behind it and you're like, huh? And then And then sometimes it's just the GPS and I don't know. I mean, like I said, I didn't like it at all. I mean, because you can't make good money in Philly, really. Because as far as driving Uber, because you get it's you got to have long trips, and most people aren't going that far.
1: So you can't make any. When you first started, was it easier? Did it get worse when more people started doing it?
0: No, it's it's just it's just it's it's nothing to do with people doing it. It's just more. You don't get paid good money unless someone's going like. 15 20 miles away and most people aren't going that far so you know it's just uh it's just you can make money but it's just unless you live in your car I only did it for three or four hours a night i i had a, my little toyota my back would hurt if i sat in there more than a few hours so i couldn't do it that long but i didn't really like it i, I wanted to do it for a month but i couldn't find work and i just kept doing it and i got to the point where i was just like i fucking hate this I really didn't like it at the end. I was like, I'm, when I crashed my car, I was actually, I got lucky, but I was actually kind of relieved even though I didn't have a car because I couldn't afford to pay it anymore. I was actually going to get ready to go to Toyota and say, hey, I can't afford this car, and I would have owed like 5000 and, you know, it would have sucked. So the the best thing you can do is get in the car
1: accident.
0: No, I mean because I, you know, I I could have killed somebody. I could my car was spinning so fast I could have not killed somebody, injured somebody, or I got lucky. I hit this person's uh, gate, but it was a shitty gate, and luckily there was this big mud clump there, and it was it was near their car, and I hit that instead of their car. So I could have hit their car and owed all this money, and I got rid. Oh, of
1: since you hit the mud, it didn't go against
0: you. No, well I, they were. Progressive was liable for paying it. They wrote them like a check. I don't know how much. I knocked down a few bricks on this shitty little wall, and I tore down their shitty little gate, and they paid it. Progressive and uh, yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I got lucky. I mean, like I said, I could have hit somebody. I could have. I could or or I, I could have crashed. I could have ran into a pole, or my car could have flipped on the sidewalk, and I could and I could have the car could have fell on me, and I would have been fucking dead because I'm fucking fat and. Can't even get the fuck out the fucking car, you know. So got real yeah Yeah, so
1: so wait, so what was the situation again? Was it just like wet? Was it windy? I I, I can't remember exactly what, what you said the situation was.
0: Uh well I was jerking off when I was driving, which I would never do again. Because I didn't expect Were you really it, I was expecting it to feel good. I thought I didn't think I could get wood. But <laughs> there was lots of blood flowing. Lots. You know, and I was like, "This is this is weird." And then I looked up, and I went,
1: "Ah!" You too- fucking snow. Is that really what happened? No,
0: no. I wish. Oh
1: shit.
0: But pretty much, I just got done doing Uber. It was raining all day, and I said, "I'm going to leave early." Usually, I leave like eleven. It was like ten. Business was slow. I said, "Fuck this." So when I get off the I-95 exit at Harveston and Bridge, there was like this really sharp turn going down Harveston Ave, and you're supposed to slow down. Well, there's this uh, white car in front of me going very, very slow, like five miles per hour. So I went around it, and I was I just started getting speed, and then I got to the sharp turn, and I didn't touch my brakes because I've done that turn before without touching my brakes, except it was very slippery that day. So I think at the same time, my car had it needed tires and brakes, but I couldn't afford it. Like, my brakes were good, but I needed brake work, and I needed some new tires for the inspection, but I didn't have any money for that, so that might be part of it, too. So, my car sped up, and then I tried to hit the brake, and the car just froze. Like, it just, like, it started going faster, and the steel wheel was locked. And I was like, what the... And I should have hit the emergency brake, but I didn't think of that. I was just freaking out, and then the car started going to the right. I started turning to the left, and the next thing you know... And I could another thing that could have happened was a car could have been going really fast in the other lane, and could, that could have slammed the shit out of me. But uh, luckily, there was no one. so the car started going like in a circle, and it was going real fast, like fifty miles per hour, which is very fast. And I tried holy it. shit! And I went up on the sidewalk, and I went and I went around like a one eighty, and most of the damage was on my side. But I didn't feel anything, luckily yet, you know. But, like I said, uh, it went on the sidewalk, and I hit this big mud clump. And uh, the car went down uh, on the sidewalk a little bit, and then it stopped. And I turned the car off, and then the white car, which, by the way, I mean, I I can blame Uber. I could blame the white car. It was my fault. I was driving way too fast. I learned my lesson. I'll never drive that fast on a sharp turn again. But... That white car was, yeah, you know, my pink. In my my head, that never would have happened if that white car wasn't going that slow. And the white car didn't even stop to see if I was okay. They drove by real slow, just looking at me. And if I would have had a club, I had a club in my car for some reason. I don't know why. I would have threw it at the fucking car. I, I swear to you, if I if I could have got out in time, I would have hit that car in my club. I don't care if I would have got in trouble or anything, because that fucking car was going too fucking slow. So. I called my dad, Uh, I I called the cops for a tow truck, and then I saw a cop car go by, but it kept going, and then the people came out the house and said, you're okay, and they were kind of upset, they were like, oh, you you know, you could have hit my car, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, and stuff, they weren't pissed, but they were like, oh, you took, you know, and then there there was a woman taking pictures outside of her window uh, of my car, my license, just in case I fled the scene and yeah. then i called my dad he came over and pretty much my whole bumper was stuck underneath my car so my dad pulled it out and uh it was mostly the front of the car the back. i didn't think the damage was that bad looking at it i was like oh it's just a tire and it's just a side door but there was when they sent me the report of the total it was so much shit that that's why it was uh, a total loss it was so much so- shit
1: what happens? So did it get towed away? Were you able to drive it away for that time being?
0: Well, I should have never asked for the tow truck. The car, I thought the car wasn't drivable because it wouldn't move. So my dad took the bumper out, and he—I told him I called for a tow truck, and he said. So the people went back in the house. He said, "Come on, let's just drive it home." It was three blocks from my house, so um, I drove it back. I made it to my a block from my house, and fuck uh, fucking, uh I just uh, fled the scene, I guess you could say. But you know, they they filled out a police report and everything and all that. And then I and then uh, so I I didn't get a tow truck. And then Progressive, I had to you know deal with them and everything. And uh, they 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 covered it. So you know.
1: Wait, so you fled the scene in the sense?
0: Of, well, I well, mean,
1: you said you didn't need anybody's car.
0: I did, but when I say I fled the scene, that's I should have said that. I mean, I I I left the police report thing at first i was nervous about it but it's not like i committed a crime or anything like i didn't hit anybody's property or anything i didn't do anything wrong it's just how i was supposed to stay but they ended up talking to him and because after it got settled they showed the police report and it just had my name my address it had their name their address and it didn't say anything bad or anything i thought i was gonna get in trouble maybe or but, but progressive wrote them a check for some amount of money Their shitty gate, little brick wall, and uh, yeah, so that's what happened. Uh,
1: do you think you're gonna drive again when you get a car?
0: I'm driving right now with this job, but I have to drive a big van, it kind of sucks. But uh, I don't think I, I, you know what, the thing is, I want a car, I I, this is what I wanted to do in the first place. I should have got a hoopty, I was an idiot. I went to a dealership and this is after I lost my apartment when I moved in with that girl and I moved back to my parents' house. I decided to get me a car and do the other way. I thought I could do comedy gigs and stuff. I thought, you know, and it was cool at first, but then, you know, my advice to anybody who's listened to this, especially if you're in your 20s, is never finance a car unless you're making really good money. You know, if you're making really good money, if you're making like, let's say, 500 600 a week, then sure, finance a car. But if you're not, you know, if you're out of work or you're not making that much, do not finance a car because it will drain your savings and that's what happened to me. But I I would like to just get a hoopty just so I could park my car at the trade station. And cuz that's originally what I wanted, but I was stupid. Went to the fucking so, dealership.
1: What do you want to get like a like a $500 car? Like a junker?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, oh, I know I know two comedians. You know, Nick Doritos is one of them. And Andy, this other guy, I know they both have like twenty year old Saturns, and they run enough, like they run enough that they can drive with it. And it's like, I just want to get from point A to point B. I don't care if the car is pink. I don't give a fuck what it is. Uh, I just want to, you know, just so I don't have to take the, the bus to get down to the train station and stuff, and just to do some errands. I wouldn't. I should have got a. I would like to get a car again, but just to, just. Just a cheap car to get from point A to point B. So I would like to drive again, but if not, then I'm used to commuting. Actually my job now, it's an hour and a half away. I mean not an hour and a half away by sure. by, trans- by transportation, it takes an hour and fifteen minutes in the morning, like an hour and a half to get back. Because I have to take a bus to train in a bus. Gee.
1: So, so I take
0: I take like two trains and four buses a day. And then if I decide to go to Cabaret, then I take two more buses. So I do a lot of commuting.
1: You like it? You chat up the biddies on the bus?
0: Now, when I was younger, uh, and I used to be out and about, I used to, I don't approach girls really anymore, but I used to, and I would just, I would talk to some girls on the bus and uh, have some cool conversations. And then, I think I only ask for a number once or twice, but, uh, I used to, but not more. no. I don't talk to anybody. I listen to my whatever podcast I have on, and I just kind of, you know, zone out. I don't really talk to anybody.
1: Now, why is that? You say that you stopped approaching girls. Is there any reason? Like, do you just try to be more casual? Or, or what, yeah, what is the deal? Well,
0: uh, the deal is pretty much that I spent my entire early 20s, my late teens and... 20s really tried to connect with girls, really trying to figure out what works for me. I approached hundreds, if not a thousand, and what I came to the conclusion is they don't, they're not interested in me, which is fine, but they don't even really respect me either. They don't even, uh, at least I feel, I I think they're not nice, and uh, I'm one of those uh, bitter guys. And what I do is the last two years is I I will make a, I'll, I'll dance with a girl. I like, i like to da- i'll dance with them or something but as far as verbally approaching them and asking them out i try not to uh but i got rejected so much i realized you know I'm, I'm doing all this work i'm going out four or five days a week asking out all these girls and they don't have to do anything they don't have to approach anybody they don't have to they don't put themselves out there i say why am i working so hard i'm willing to work hard at comedy because i think maybe if i get somewhere that could be, you know, that's different. But as far as discos, like uh, girls, that's out of my control. Like they control the the result. You know, they control if they give their phone number out. They control if they want to have sex with you. And it's usually, I usually don't get anything out of it. And I got tired. I got rejected more than any guy you would know. And I got to the point I was like, why am I, why am I doing this? Like, why am I, why am I humiliate myself on a weekly basis for a bunch of girls who don't even. Want to give me a chance, and I got to the point I was like, I wasn't even hurt or anything. I just said I'm done. I said maybe someday I'll get back into it, but right now, I actually just want to get my life together. I want to move out of my parents' house. I want to, I want to, I I, I want to not work a nine to five job. I want to, you know, kind of like what you want to do. I want to either a podcast or a YouTube channel or comedy something where I don't have to work a regular job, and I want to travel. And I want, to do, I want to have fun and stuff like that. I don't really care much about sex and girls and all that stuff much anymore. I think I just... I, I burn myself out.
1: Okay. So that's not your focus right now.
0: No, I mean, it, it's... Def- I, I hang out with... The, I call them pickup guys. I hang out with these pickup artist guys. And, you know, for those who don't know, I used to... I read a pickup artist book when I was 21, 10 years ago, and I thought it was going to work. I said... It was a bunch of weird things like tell you know you tell a joke, you tell a story, you do magic tricks, you do all this weird shit. I thought it was gonna work i I believed in it, had I met all these other guys like me, it was pretty cool we were like this is funny there's a meetup group where a bunch of guys get together seems kind of gay, and then you go out yeah. afterwards and you meet girls at bars, you kind of wake you know wake bed you know wake up, and it was a pretty cool idea, but they don't have those anymore and I did that for years and so to this day I I hang out with this Brazilian guy he's like this young dude and he practices pickup and stuff and he tries and I hang out with him and these random guys and it's funny because I'm hanging out with these random guys and they're fucking, they're like comedians they're kind of like narcissistic and egotistical except comedians are nicer because comedians usually want to network so they're kind of like, they talk out of their ass and they kind of, they believe in this stuff like a religion and if you don't believe in it they get mad at you it's it's hilarious so i hate out oh go ahead
1: um so these guys they get offended if what you don't believe in their pickup artist religion like what is that, what what kind of things they get upset about
0: <laughs> well it's kind of like like here's the thing so this is what i believe now when i first read this pickup book it said looks don't matter like girls don't care about your looks I believed in that, and then as I got older, I realized no, girls do care about your looks. Now, they may care more about personality, more than they care about looks compared to what guys do, but you can't say that they don't care about looks at all. And I, they say looks don't matter, looks don't matter, and I say no, looks do matter and stuff. And then they get upset and they go, no man, no. no, no." I say you're only saying that because some guy wrote it in a book. That doesn't mean it's true. I've been doing. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I've been approaching for over ten years. And there's guys out there who, are like me, who are good, like we could approach girls, and you can ask for a number, but we got no result. And it's like, it could be sometimes that a girl is just not attracted to you. They don't want to fuck you, you know? And they can be like guys. They can look at a guy and say, I just don't want to fuck him. I'm just not attracted to him. And they don't believe that. They go, no, man, no. So sometimes they don't want to hang out with you. Or, like, or, or they, they I've had so many stupid arguments with these guys because I didn't do what they wanted me to do. They want to control you. And it's just, i will tell them, I'm not going to let you control me. You know, and we argue and we don't hang out anymore. It's really weird. It's really, that's why I said, I think it's hilarious. They,
1: they want to control you and have you, like, do things their way or they get upset.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. One guy got mad at me because I wasn't following his, the, this book that he, because he asked me if I read this book. I said, yeah, I read it years ago. So he thought I followed it. And then he, he said, you know what, I don't like hanging out with you. I said, why? He said, because you don't follow the formula. He called it a formula.
1: <laughs> I was like, what? what this
0: asshole. was years ago. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Because he got mad because he got blown out by some girl. And I said, that wasn't my fault. I got that guy a number. You know how many guys have gotten them a number? I've you know been a good wingman. And they do nothing for me in return. So that's why I still go up on myself to this day. I go up by myself like 90% of the time. But every once in a while... I'll hang out with these guys, and there's no, I'm much better off by myself because they just distract you. And then they want you to leave. Like, I was having fun Saturday night, actually having fun, which is rare. I was drinking, dancing, just, you know, everyone was fucked up because it was daylight saving time. And this guy said, come on, let's leave, let's leave. And I said, I don't want to leave. I was like, I'm having fun. And he goes, why do you want to stay? I said, because there's I was like, there's more girls coming in. I'm having fun. So he's like, all right, man. And he left, and he didn't get mad. That he's texting me. Where are you? Come over. Come over. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to leave. I want to stay here. And then he said, All right. Well, we're gonna be over here. Then he came back and said, You want to leave? You want to leave? And I said, No. I don't want to leave. I I just don't want to leave. I'm sorry. I know we're we're not like we could split up. You know. It's just I don't want some. That's why I don't like I like hanging up on myself. I don't need some man telling me, you know, what to do. You know, like we gotta leave or we gotta do. It's like no. I don't want to leave. You know. I want to do what I want. yeah
1: do these guys have any luck like what's
0: their experience well some of them do um but as i said before this this brazilian guy hang out with he's tall and uh he's in good shape so he he actually doesn't care about getting laid that much he's actually about having fun and stuff but uh other guys i'm hung out with uh most of them probably don't get laid that much kind of like me you know but they tried and that's another reason why I gave up. I realized there's a lot of guys out there. So one of them was like a doctor. He was like training to be a doctor, and he was having no luck. And I was like, I, I don't know if it's the city or not, but I was like, yeah, a lot maybe
1: of... it's the girls you're talking
0: to. Yeah, but here's the problem with that. Problem with that is wow. I I go after a a big variety of girls. I don't I'm not that choosy. So most guys say no, like they're like oh, I only really like white girls, blonde girls, whatever. If it was like that, then it's like okay, maybe blondes don't like me. But I approach all different types of races, uh, older, younger, uh, you know, uh, you know, different, you know, girls who are okay looking, to so girls who are very, good look, you know, very good looking, uh, girls who are, you know, all different types of girls I've approached, and none of them really were into me. So
1: now, when you say they weren't into you, like do you? Are you saying like, well, they weren't just—they just like weren't trying to hook up that night, so that that's why you think they weren't into you, or like, like have you ever tried to take it slow with a girl?
0: Yeah, you. I think we talked about this before in another podcast. Remember you asked me that. See, but I feel like that's if you want a relationship, you know. And uh, I don't want to send the wrong uh, signal. I don't want a girl to get act like I want to get to know her and then she thinks that oh he took me on three dates he must like me and then I just you know I want to fuck that's why like I said I I do move fast but it's more like it's girls just uh from my experience even on Tinder and Bumble those dating apps they're message me and say hey how you doing and i write back and go hey i'm doing alright how about yourself and then they'll write back and then i had right. another guy tell me the same thing like why do girls do that they're just bored you know it's like I don't know if it's the city or not, but it's like it seems like they're just not. It's not a big. It's like they most girls prefer. Here's a problem: most girls prefer to meet guys in work, school, and uh, social circles. And I don't have yeah. any girls in my school. I mean, I don't go to school anymore, or my work, or I don't. Or I don't have a social circle. So that's why I was doing the whole pickup artist thing, approaching them randomly out the blue, and that didn't work. And then online, that's mostly about looks, and I don't have that, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Why don't you
1: try, I don't know, I'm just thinking, like, some new route of some kind, like, like, find somebody who, I don't know, like, okay, so let me ask you this. I know there's like the whole friend zone thing with girls. Have you ever thought about like finding like a fuck buddy, like a girl you do become friends with and then like transition into something?
0: Did you say buy a fuck buddy?
1: No, no, oh. find. Like, all right, so no, you
0: know, no, no, no. Okay, you said try a fuck buddy. Okay, I get your question. Yes, I yeah, that's what I yeah. That's what I originally wanted. I wanted the friends with benefits even though I heard they end they don't end well. But um, even when I put it out there, like I posted ads on Craigslist, which is not the best place to look and stuff like that, or I brought it up um, even in person or dating apps, they usually say no. They usually go no, but here's the thing. They say, I tried it before and I didn't like it. So my head is like, oh, so they're willing to do it with the right kind of guy, just not me. That's what I'm saying. They're not into me because it's like if I was the Eagles football player and I told a girl, hey, I want to just fuck and be friends most of them would probably do it yeah cool but just a regular guy like me no i'm not gonna do. i tried that before you know so i have that's what i was originally wanted but that didn't you know they they didn't want to go for it they're not into that with me so
1: dude i've seen ugly fucking motherfuckers with girls though like i'm I'm like trying to I don't know, like, I'm just, like, trying to figure this out. I feel like there's, like, some, it's like a math equation or something. Like, there's <laughs> something going on here that is is getting in your way that could be changed, and I don't know.
0: Well, like, listen, I mean, yeah. I've been told that I think too much, and yes, my, my mentality, it is, like I said, it's very bitter, my views and stuff, but I have experience, like, I have... I have perspectives to back that up. I'm not just randomly going, ah, one girl rejected me. These girls are fucking cunts, you know? I have, yeah. I have th- like, a decade or so, like, a set of experience. Not say it makes me an expert, but at the same time, I also feel that girls are just selfish. Like, it has to be their way. Or even when you're talking to them, it's like, they expect you, like, to read their mind. And if it doesn't go their way, then it's like, alright, I'm not talking to you. You know? And it's like, uh, uh, that's another yeah, reason why. I, you
1: know? I do know that there's the, there's a lot of like girl mind reading shit going on. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I, I mean,
0: I just like the just like the dating apps. Like, um, I've had a guy told me like, oh, if you if you if you if you don't ask them out too too fast, they get bored. But then I've also asked them out real quick, and they go, whoa, that's too fast. And I go, well, how am I supposed to know when's the right time to ask you out? I try to get to know them and ask them out. Then, oh, you waited too long. Then when you ask them too fast, whoa, whoa, this guy just met me. He's already asking me out. This is only the third message. It's like, how am I supposed to know the, the girls who want to be asked I- out fast and the girls who don't? It's like, like I said, it has to be perfect. They think it's that they're all easy to deal with, and it doesn't matter what I do. If I'm nice, I'm not nice. They, it just it always ends up with they're not interested or they don't text back or they're not. And it's like after a long time of dealing with that, I said, why am I doing this to myself? And then after a while, I realized I don't even think I want to get laid anymore because I'm so bitter that I don't even care at this point. I'm just like, this is not my biggest concern right now, you know?
1: So right now you're in the phase of like just wanting to build up your personal... Uh, like, here, make some money, uh, get better, like, practice comedy more, like, that's your 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 focus right now?
0: Yeah, and it's like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I don't want to get laid, but it's like, it, it, I wasted so much of my energy trying to, like, like quote-unquote, get girls to like me, and I realized it's not gonna happen, at least not in this city. And I know other guys, too, who, some of them may be weird, or they might have something wrong with them. But I know a lot of good guys who also have trouble, and I realize it, it's either the girls in the city or in general they're too—I uh, don't know—maybe they all want to be guys, and they're just too assertive and stuff. Like I said, they're too demanding. But it's like I'm just—I I, spent so much energy that it just broke me to fuck down. I, it just happened slowly. It wasn't like there was a certain moment. I just got right. to the point. I was like, why am I doing this? You know, like I could be doing so much other things instead of be you know, approach, like, I, I, I make approaches now, but it's funny, I just say random, I make up random pickup lines or something, and I'll just say it, and uh, they laugh and I walk away, I don't try to, like, talk to them, or get them to, you know, even have a conversation, I just randomly say stuff to because I'm trying to have fun in general with people, it's just, yeah. uh, and as far as, like, I went to, I told you the story, I think I went, I, I tell you, I went to a hooker years ago, like, three years ago, I think, And I get tempted sometimes to do that. But the problem was, as soon as I came, she pushed me away. And I've heard that before. I've heard Uh, that. I heard that, like, as soon as you come, they, like, they want it over with. They go, okay, leave. Okay, bye. And it's like, you know, even hookers are like, you know, even that's not the answer. You know, it's like paying for it is a waste of time because you can't even enjoy your nut. You know what I'm saying? So... It's yeah, like, uh, well, you
1: gotta. I don't know. I don't know enough about hookers because it's been a minute. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know, dude. Maybe it's these cheap fucking Craigslist fours that are the problem.
0: Yeah, but well, like I said, I mean, it's like I tried. It doesn't matter what. It's funny the thing is, I've taken everybody's advice. And nothing works. Like It's funny. Everyone gives me advice. Oh, why don't you join this? That doesn't work. Why don't you join this? It's like, it's, it's obviously me. It's obviously me. And I'm not going to sit here. I go, why should I change everything about myself? Like, in order for me to possibly get a girl... I can't tell dirty jokes anymore. I'll probably have to give up comedy. I'll probably have to give give up everything I love. And then what are they giving up? Nothing. They're perfect. So once again, they're sweet. They're perfect. They don't have to change shit. And then you got to give up this. You got to give up that. Fuck that. Why should I change?
1: You know, I've I've heard that shit. All right, dude. Jim Norton, fucking that ugly ass creepy dude gets laid. And I don't think he changes shit about himself. I don't think you have to change anything about yourself. Well,
0: Jim Norton, I listened to, he has like a fucked up past. He went to a lot of prostitutes. And Jim Norton even admitted he's only had sex when, actually as far as regular girls goes, he's only had sex like five or six times. And he's at a point in his life where he's done so much fucked up creepy shit that he doesn't even care to come. He tries to go down to the girl and make them come. And he's one of those guys. So, he does get laid, but he gets laid because he's a very successful comedian. He's very, you know, uh, he's, all, he's all over the place. And, uh, yeah, so he can get laid, but he always went to prostitutes. He was addicted to prostitutes. He he, uh, he didn't have sex with that many girls when he was, you know, before he made it to Opiate Anthony and all that. He when he was on Opiate Anthony, he probably
1: wasn't, you know, so... I don't know dude. I've seen some of these comics too like like local Philadelphia people who are who cool, like just I've seen some ugly ass dudes who get lazy. so I don't know what the deal is. I don't I, I don't know what the deal is, but uh yeah. I I know you're saying like looks matter, but I don't know, man.
0: Well, when I say looks matter, I mean, it matters to her. Looks, ma- looks matter a little bit is my whole point. They're saying looks don't yeah. matter at all. I'm right, saying that, that looks matter agree. at least a little bit. You can't say that, like, for example, right now, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, hey, if I lost 30 pounds, I would just start getting laid like crazy. No, but another insecure I have is my weight, and I don't want to lose it just for girls. I don't want to sit there and starve myself going, oh, maybe if I starve myself that a girl will fuck me. But I know I need to lose, like, 30 pounds. I'm just out of shape. I'm not healthy looking. And even years ago when I lost weight, I wasn't getting anything. So I have insecurities as well. It's like, you know, my weight and everything and this and that. But listen, I'm really not – I'm being completely honest. You might not believe me. I really am not looking for, like, a girl. I never never wanted a relationship before. Never. I always just wanted to get laid. And the reason why is because I don't want to force myself into a relationship – because I know only what I only want to get laid. And guys do that. I know guys do that. They do want to cheat and everything, and they're like, oh, "I would totally cheat." I go, I, "I don't need to do that." I'm honest enough that I don't, I'm not going to force myself that the like the first girl who fucks me just so I could get laid. It's like it's not that important to me. It never was. I just I just wanted to have some fun, and when I realized how hard it was, I said, "Forget it. It's too much uh, work."
1: Have you ever
0: thought of the Ed McGonagall route? Oh, the yeah, the happy ended. Yeah. You know, I actually I actually would I think see the problem is it's like you can't win no matter what. If you go to a regular process, well, you got the blow job without the condom on, very yeah. risky. I <laughs> got the I got the uh, the blow job with the condom on, which felt like a really bad hand job. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind doing that, but it's like I don't know, I don't think most girls are good at hand jobs. I'm pretty sure it would feel good at first, but maybe I would come, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know, man. I don't. I, part of me is Why like. Why are you
1: doing that condom fucking nonsense?
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, this, this, dude, this was a. I don't know what I was thinking. I could have got a chick in Northeast. I went to West Philly. <laughs> oh, of, shit. West Philly in a crack house. Just like a crack house. And this chick had a roommate. And I I I tell you the story. I got thirty dollars stolen out of my Because I, I don't know why I brought my fucking wallet in there. I was so stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, and I went I went to the bathroom to rip the condom off and there was like duty like in the toilet that didn't flush. Uh-huh. It was so fucking gross. And I don't dude, here's the funny thing. I don't know how I came. In order for me to come, I literally closed my eyes. I was standing up. She was on the bed. I was standing in front of her and she had, like, really big titties, but she was not attractive. She was, like, this black chick. She had, like, huge tits, but she was not. But she's blowing me, and, like, I'm standing up, I got my head back, and I really closed my eyes and went, like, just, like, really focus, Like, my eyes are yeah. like, you know, and I don't know how, I ended up coming, and then as soon as I came, she pushed me away, like, okay, you can leave. And I remember going, what the fuck? I wanted to, and then she left, and I wanted to take the money out of her dresser, but she came back, and then I was stupid enough to leave my pants and my wallet there. And then, uh, she took it real fast because she had her hand against the door. So I knew something was up, and I pushed the door. And it was only $30 she stole, but I deserved it because I was stupid enough to, you know, uh, bring my wallet in there. But I didn't feel bad afterwards, like the shame people feel. I didn't feel good either. I was just like, yeah. well, that's that. I just wanted to experience that. And it was out of the blue, too. It wasn't like I was lonely or depressed. I said, I'm going to do this. And I'm glad I did it because I don't think I'll probably ever do it again. You know.
1: Yeah, it's just like you don't want to take the. Ch- so it's a crack house, like.
0: Well, it looked. It, it was like a really. It was like a really shitty looking house. It was like I walked in. It was like a mattress on the floor. You know. And then you go upstairs, and it's like these little shitty rooms, and they're real small, and it's a mess. And I called it a crack house because it just it, it just looked like a really fucked up thing, you know.
1: Was there
0: a pimp there? Nah. But it it was weird like going in there because she had a roommate and I said, You didn't I said like, you didn't tell me you had a roommate. She was like, Oh, well, uh she was like she has nothing to do with this, whatever. So I should've never went. But like I said, I mean it was just something random and every once in a while I post regular ads on Craigslist and it's all hookers on there, you know, pretty much. And even the regular girls just act like hookers. They all just want money pretty much. Either money spent on them or you know, <clears throat> money. In their pocket, so it's the same thing no matter what, you know.
1: Do you think if you make it as a comic, like to the point of like traveling, like doing, you know, headlining, you think that's your route?
0: Nah, I don't think it would help me. I don't. I don't think I would get laid that much. I. I just want to travel because I really want to see the world. Part of the reason why I feel like I'm like kind of depressed is because I just. I. I've never been anywhere. I went to Miami. Last uh, year, that was the first place i ever been to besides like New York, Jersey, New York, Jersey, and Philly. Yeah. That
1: was How like was the,
0: that? It was pretty cool. I mean, I knew I was going to get laid, and I didn't, but I didn't even care. I was just so happy that I went there for three and a half days with a guy I was friends with at the time, and I had a really good time. I got sick because I uh, I didn't get any sleep the day before because I'd never been on a play before so that carried over each day and at one point i had a panic attack if i was gonna i was gonna pass out because i was like, i didn't get to sleep in almost a day and a half and then wow. i got a fever from being sunburned and then my third <laughs> day there i got like the flu and i got the worst flu i ever had when i came back but it was all worth it to me like if i <laughs> could do it over again i would it was so it was i'm so glad i got to go because i was like i've never been anywhere it's sad
1: So where do you want to go? Do you want to go back to Miami, or do you want to find a new a new place to go?
0: I want to go. uh, I would like to even go back to New York. I told myself a year and a half ago. I took a trip up there for two days. I did some open mics. I met some random pickup guys to show me around some bars. And I told myself I would go back, but I got lazy again. Started to run out of money. So I want to go back to New York. I would like to go back to Miami, and I wouldn't mind trying. Just anywhere. I wouldn't mind trying fucking uh, Los Angeles, California, anything. I just want to just. I feel like I'm I'm tired of this city. I would move out of here for good if I could, because I failed here my whole life at everything, at comedy, at with girls, with making friends, everything. So I just want to fail somewhere else, you know.
1: <laughs> Where do you want to move to? Do you want to move to New York? Oh, can? dude, it's so
0: expensive. I am am stuck at home in my parents' basement. Man. You know, I can barely afford this. You know.
1: How about one of those cheap places in, like, the South? Do you think you you would encounter encounter a lot of racism in the South by people?
0: It depends. I'll just tell people that I'm Italian or something. I'm Jewish. Maybe I'll get away with it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they like the Jews. I've been encountering some some anti-Semitism.
0: Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? Like, you've lived in uh Pennsylvania, your whole life are you getting sick of it? do you ever like what where have you ever traveled anywhere anything
1: um honestly, yeah, like with my family I have like years ago, you know we used to go like maybe like ten eleven years ago uh we traveled like uh west we went to like, california Colorado um New mexico we've been to um like areas. Like, like like, kind of all over the country but also I don't feel like I really got to experience it the way you do as an adult cause it was just like me and my sister and my family just arguing with each other and like now I'd be able to check out bars or casinos and shit like that that I haven't gotten to so it's like I don't want to say I haven't traveled because for sure we did but I didn't really get to experience the culture and stuff of different areas
0: but well, it doesn't seem like you really care, though. Like I think it's you think it's because you um, you've been to those places before, so you don't have the need. Because I've never been anywhere. No,
1: I definitely want to. Even even as something as simple as like taking a trip into the city. Like I find Center City way more exciting than fucking Quakertown Town, Farmville area. You know, I I find it way more exciting, more energetic, even in the most boring parts of the city. So I want to check out New York. I want to go to places like that. Um, I definitely, you know, find it fascinating. Um, According to uh, Derek, once again, just to mention that guy one more time at least, Um, he claims that when he goes to New York, Supermodels, like, stare at him and are, like, super into him. Mm. Now, it's not true, but,
0: you know. Yeah, when I went hey. to New York uh, a year and a half ago, I went at the worst possible time. It was, uh, like, 8 degrees outside of the weekend. Yeah. I don't know why I picked that weekend. But I went to some bar area this guy was showing me around, and I saw, like, girls who looked like models, not staring at me, but they were look they were standing outside of, like, bars like trying to get in and i was looking at them like wow these girls are really pretty but uh, i didn't get to really meet any of them i didn't really make much approaches when i was there but i was there for i stayed in the hostel i was there for like two days and uh i did one comedy open mic and then i went out friday night i did another comedy open mic went out saturday night and uh it was pretty cool um i wanted to go back but i just uh never never did but uh, who knows man like I said uh, I should like this job I should just stick it out at least for a few more months and stack up more money so I can do that but like I said I'm just uh, I'm just so defeated in life I'm like I just want to all I, all I care about is just paying off this credit card and just going back to my I'm sleeping all day in my basement and pretending in my head that I, I do comedy full time by doing podcasts prank calls songs and other other stuff that has hasn't got me anywhere yet
1: that's what we're on that's the path we're on we're gonna figure this shit out hopefully yeah. next time you go into new york i want to come check it out unless you unless you sit sleeping in one of those hostels with the fucking how was that by the way did you you said there was like some asian guy who like was he up all night or something, or am I thinking of somebody
0: yeah. else? Yeah, well, yeah, actually, you know what? The New York hostel was better than the Miami hostel by far. When I was in New York, there was only a four-room a four room hostel, which means you share a hostel with three other people. And uh, one, one Asian guy, he slept, like, the whole time he was there. He must have been one of those Asian guys. He works, like, 20 hours a day. He slept the yeah. whole time. And then this other guy he would come in like after I did like late like two three in the morning, and he would have like a bag of food or something, but he wasn't too loud, and then this oh. other guy was okay i I was barely in my room, but the Miami hostel was with six people, and my first day there i like i said i was i got home like I got back to the hostel at three a m and it was like it's like bunk beds, and the mattresses are really uncomfortable, so it feels like kind of like prison style, and it makes a lot of noise. And I was on the bottom bunk, and this chick was on the top bunk. She was like this French chick. And I had to take a shit. And it was like three something in the morning. And I, uh, the, the New York hostels, the bathroom is in the hallway. And the Miami hostels, the uh, bathroom is in the room, like, you know, like a few feet away. So I put the water on so they wouldn't hear the shit. I took a shit. And then when I came back, uh, she was like, I went inside the locker to get my baby wipes. I brought a bunch yeah. of baby, baby wipes with me. And she's like, Could you please not make too much noise? Uh, you're making too much noise. And I wanted to say, Hey, shut the fuck up. I paid my money like everybody else. But I didn't want to be rude. So uh, I think she was only in the room for like maybe a day and she switched her room. But uh, the Miami hostel was worse because it was too much people. Six, Four people is enough. When it's more, it was like six. You know, but nobody kept me up at night. But both experience but it it's hard for me to sleep because uh that's one of the reasons why I never wanted to sleep over your place. Not not offense to you. I don't I never had sleepovers when I was a kid. I think I only had one sleepover ever. I slept over this kid's uh my the, the neighbor I tell you about, I slept over his uh place. But I don't really like sleeping over people's place. I'm just i I'm a uh heavy can't I'm like a light... What's it called? A light sleeper when you just... You light get distracted. Sleeper. Whatever. Easy. And I'm just yeah. uncomfortable. So I would... When I fell asleep, I would just wake up randomly. Go, Ugh. Like, not like a nightmare, but I was just uncomfortable. I was like, how do I know what these people will kill me? You know? Like, I saw the movie... <laughs> In the hostel? I saw the movie Hostel when they were killing people. I'm like, what is it? You know? So, uh... It's actually okay, though. I mean, the New York Hostel was pretty good. Uh... But I only got a few hours of sleep each day anyway, so...
1: Yeah, I can't sleep at places that aren't my home. Usually, it's, like, near impossible. But I didn't even know about hostel. I didn't know there were hostels in America until you told me. I thought it was just, like, this weird, like, European thing.
0: They actually have them. Like, when I go down to Old City, they have a few of them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, the I think if you're, like, a thousand miles away, some of them are a hundred, a couple hundred. If you're a couple hundred or a thousand miles away, then... They're pretty, like, when I stayed in New York, I was there for two days, two and a half days. I think it was like $170 in Miami. When I was there for three and a half days, it was like $180 something for like three and a half days. Uh, the New York City hostel was way better. It had a theater, it had a oh, pool shit. table, it had all this cool stuff. The Miami hostel was just like just a place to sleep, and it had like a shitty patio at the back. That was really it. Wait,
1: did they actually have the toilet in the room? Like, no, no walls or anything?
0: No, no, no. Not like in the room. Like, you go you go around, there's a sink, and then there's a door. It's a pretty big room, but there's a shower, and then there's like a bathroom, you know. Oh, uh, alright. But it's not like I don't be like in the room. Like, there's just a toilet in the middle of the room. I'm saying that. But I do like the idea of having it in the hallway. So if you got to take a shit or something, you just not worry about anybody. You know, just go in there and shit, you know. Do you use the baby wipes to wipe your ass? Oh yeah, dude. You have to, cause uh, you know, you get uh, the. It, it makes the wiping process so much easier. You know, you. The regular toilet paper doesn't get the shit out. You know, just uh, it just gets a okay. it, it just gets the, the top of it out. You know, you got to use the wipes to really get it out, dude.
1: Now, do you can you flush them like?
0: Yeah, I flush them. A- Some of them you're not supposed to flush, but I always flush them, and you know uh, sometimes they don't go down all the way. But if ever it never gets clogged or anything, just sometimes it won't go down all the way. So I sometimes I just put a bucket of water in there.
1: Now, um, like when you go out, do you have them in your pocket? Like, are you are you prepared? Actually, yeah. yeah. Actually,
0: I you don't believe me, but recently for the last few months. I've been bringing them everywhere with me. I put them in a sandwich baggie, and if I go to do yeah. comedy, if I go, to, especially when I go to work because I have a long commute. Like I took a shit at work today because I ate some spicy shit yesterday and everything. Yeah, I bring them. In, I bring them with me almost every time I leave. I have a whole case of them, and uh, it's just like I said. It just it gets me out of the bathroom faster, you know. It's just instead of me wiping and wiping and wiping, it's like it's easy, man.
1: That's,
0: uh. That sounds like a good
1: solution. Well... I fucking hate... I hate wiping my ass. Yeah. Because I have to the shower just to fucking double check. Yeah. Well,
0: I skip showers because I use baby wipes. You know? Because the... You, the reason why it sounds nasty when you hear somebody say they don't take a shower every day is because you think about your ass. You go, ew. You know? But most people take a shower just to get the shit out their ass... I I I skip showers, you know, sometimes because I'm like, I didn't sweat that much today, and I know my ass is clean, so I'll just take a shower tomorrow.
1: Man, I can't not. I fucking I have I don't know if I have a problem, but my armpits. I could do a minimal amount of physical activity, and it's just going to be horrible.
0: Now, do you do you shave your armpit hair
1: at all? Uh, I actually. <laughs> I feel like it sounds a little gay but uh yeah i do i, I do sometimes i shave my armpit because holds the stench so bad
0: yeah yeah today i put deodorant on this morning and it was pretty hot out today It was pretty uh i wouldn't say humid but it was pretty warm and i was sweating because we got a big shipment of mail coming so i was sweating and i sniffed my arms and it didn't smell like bo but i definitely smelled like a little stench and i was like i put deodorant on you know so yeah. I actually trimmed my underarm hair as well. I trimmed it a few days ago because no matter what de- deodorant that I use, it's de- if I sweat a lot, it, it doesn't stink, but I definitely sweat on my underarms a lot. Uh, I actually have odor stains on some of my shirts. Yeah. And what I do is I use my baby wipes because I don't just use it for my – you can use baby wipes for a lot of stuff. I have some shirts I really like and I look and I'll see odor stains and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'll just take the baby wipe and I'll just swipe it underneath both other uh, arms and it goes away. But it comes back, though. Like, yeah. when I put the shirt on the next time, it's still there. But you Shit, can't see
1: it's like it. Disappearing ink that reappears.
0: Yeah. And it's like... What do I used you
1: have to, to do to get rid of it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a nervous thing or maybe it's... Uh, but I I have the same kind of problem, except, you know, uh, you know sometimes I sweat a lot, sometimes I don't. But I sweat a lot underneath my own arms as well, and I I thought maybe it's just because of my stupid mixed race. It's just, uh, it's just, Uh. my arm hair is so funky, but I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know. Do you, when you say you put on deodorant and you still smell it, do you put it on when you smell?
0: No, I mean, I put it on this morning before I left for work, and... I, I was obviously sweated, and then I sniffed it. And it didn't stick bad, but just, there was definitely a little smell there.
1: But I was like... You gotta get the antiperspirant shit. 48 hours.
0: Yeah, that doesn't work. I tried I tried every single okay. deodorant. I, you know what I'm trying right now? The gel. You ever tried the gel deodorant?
1: Is that the one that comes out in like a bunch of little... Like, yeah. Squeeze things out of like a cheese grater looking thing? It looks
0: like jizz.
1: Oh, I don't know if I have that.
0: Well, you know, kind of. <laughs>
1: It's clear,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Well yeah, but I'm using Gillette uh gel right now. And it's it's weird. It's like it's wet and then it just sticks there. And I don't know if it's better than regular deodorant. I don't know. I don't know. I have tried ever, every single deodorant.
1: Have you ever thought about having a YouTube channel where you try deodorants?
0: Um I'm pretty sure. You know what? Every time I type something in, it's already there, sadly. Shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter what idea I come up with. Even when I come up with a song parody idea, I'll I'll, I'll do a song parody about this song, and then you, and then someone's already done it. But they might have done a different version of it, but they've done it, and it's like, there's just fucking too many people. Everybody's just stop having fucking kids already? We have enough fucking people in this world. We're fine. We're not going to die as a planet. You can keep fucking. Just stop making these fucking
1: kids. Goddamn kids. Are they taking over YouTube?
0: No, like just in kid. general. It's just like it. Just we just have a lot of people, man. It's yeah. uh, I'm one of these people. I'm just taking up space. You know, it's like it's too fucking much. Do I have you, a theory.
1: What's your theory?
0: This is a sick theory. I was
1: All that right. was right.
0: My sick theory is that we have so many people in the world that God creates natural disasters to wipe a lot of them out at once. Like a shooted or a hurricane or something? Huh. What do you think about that? We hear like uh, uh, 868 uh, Asians died earthquake. That might just be like God going, we got too many Asians over here. I got to do something.
1: Yeah, maybe. Wait, so when we're talking about that, I'm assuming it's a, a hurricane or something that happens in China, right? An not earthquake like, or something like that? An earthquake, or, uh, not like California, but like only the Asians die. Yeah. Really kind of yeah. But anyway. I get what you're saying. Well, you know what? Cancer is like that. I've heard that cancer actually gets worse in populations where there's overcrowding. So, like, balance it out. I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that, but um, it doesn't sound crazy what you're saying.
0: Yeah. It's just. But it's scary with all these shootings going on because you could just be out anywhere. You could be at a casino. You could be at a church. You could be at a video game store, and there's some guy just comes in with a, with an assault rifle, and just kills you. And it's like that's just so fucking random. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. There was uh, what's the latest one? Texas.
0: Yeah. yeah, Texas church or something.
1: Yeah. Um, that guy. Uh, uh what's his name? Fucking Will Wheaton. Did you see that thing he emailed? He, uh, tweeted Paul Ryan saying something about, like, your prayers don't work because people are getting shot inside of a church, and, uh, a bunch of people got angry at him about it.
0: Yeah. I mm-hmm. guess
1: because he's saying, like, well, what the fuck, you know, if people are getting shot at church. Does God even give a shit? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think we I think we done a lot here. I think we have done like over an hour and a half. That's pretty good for the first episode. So uh, let's uh, let's stop, let's quit while we're ahead. I guess we could say. Okay. And uh, yeah, Monday nights are probably better than Sunday nights for me. Uh, I used to do comedy on Monday nights at Good Good Comedy Theater, but number one, I'm working now, and the number two, they're on hiatus for their open mic, which is fine because. I went there four or five months in a row, and you know, it's fine. So, but we'll try Monday nights right now, and uh, all right, and uh, see where it goes. Sounds good. If any of you folks have any, uh, <laughs> I'm saying it's so funny because this, we don't, I, I like to pretend I have an audience like most podcast shows. If you have any topics, folks. <laughs> Or any suggestions? What do you want to talk about? Let us know.
1: How do they let us know? Do they, t- do they tweet? Do they email? What do they? Uh... Oh
0: well, uh, yeah. You can. Isn't this? Uh, didn't you give me your Skype name? And isn't that a Gmail name? Yes. Yes, yeah, so you can email Brian. Is it Brian dot L E M I N? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Brian with a Y dot L E M I N.
0: At uh, Gmail Gmail dot com. Yeah, you can email Brian and give him your suggestions and then uh we're uh we'll have fun. We're we're for the one person if we're lucky that might have a topic. It might be go fuck yourself, but if we gotta do a whole show about fucking herself, we will.
1: We will. We'll talk about uh masturbation techniques or whatever.
0: Yeah, and go listen to the Brian show, the bed show. It's so boring, it puts you to sleep. That's why it's called B-E-D. Is it? catchphrase. Is it?
1: That's
0: catch. no. Oh, okay, I was joking. No, but not Brian it. will play both sides. You'll tell everybody you're trash. I'll be
1: everybody. I'll go on that show. It'll be a yeah. fake pot it'll be a fake radio war. Hey yeah. fuck that show. Hey, fuck
0: those guys. Like, oh, I'm doing a podcast with Josh and then they start trashing me and he's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Josh, you know, I did a show with him and then when I do a show with Brian next month. Like, yeah, you know, those two are they're kind of, uh, you know, sensitive. They play both sides, but I'm fine with that. I don't care, actually. I, I'm i actually... One of the reasons why I like listen to your shows is because almost every episode, you yeah, have brought me up at least once, and no, no other show talks about me, so, uh, you know.
1: Not on uh, the, the uh, passive-aggressive hour. They don't... Uh... They
0: bring me up, actually, once in a while, but you know what? Sadly... Usually it's a negative thing. Most of the, not all the time, but sometimes it's like they bring me up and talk about, you know, how I'm too offensive or something or you know whatever. But it's never, it's 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 fine. But they bring me up once in a while. They I, they drop my name. But
1: see, they talk about you in the podcast community.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you guys, you you always bring me up. I I told you I used to listen to B and E. One of my favorite things about the show is you would bring me up, and then I would go, "Oh my god, are you going to talk about him the whole episode? Are you, are you obsessed with him?" And you are like, "No, no, I'm not obsessed because I was like the only person you knew at the time or something." So I found that funny because it was I was about me. I just didn't listen to
1: it. Do I bring you up on every episode of this show of the uh, of the bench show?
0: No, but the you what? Know, one of the episodes I don't think works for me. I try to even download it. And I think another episode you put up twice, maybe possibly. So shit. I don't, I don't know. I'm I try look listen into to listen
1: to it. This technical shit, so annoying.
0: All right, so this this will wrap right. up the first episode. So you're cool with the title, "Real Life Not Doritos" podcast?
1: Yeah, let's
0: do it. All right, so mm-hmm. we'll call it that, and uh, maybe we'll have the man himself on again. We'll try it again with Nick, maybe sometime. See if the chemistry has gotten any better. It's possible. We will see. And uh, yeah, we'll see you folks next time.
1: Love you guys.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right, see you, Brian. See ya.